What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of A Podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And we are finally back to our regular recording schedule. Yes, we are. No Christmas movies, no specials, no Patreon episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Feels like it's been a while, to be honest. I was very excited to get back. Yeah, me too. uh, Our regular programming. Yeah, same here. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's been over a month now since we've done Maximum Overdrive, and that was our last uh, last regular episode, I guess. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, I like it. Well, this is part one of a uh, uh, villain face-off, so I don't. Yes. Know. Yes. Do we still consider that a normal episode? I think so, yeah. (laughs) All right, man, which movie are we talking about this week? We are talking about uh, the Irish fantasy horror movie, Rawhead Rex, from 1986. Yes, we are. And you picked this one. Is there any particular reason why or just what Uh, you want to do? No, it's just been on my radar for a bit. I think I first heard of it. I think uh, Straight Chillin' Podcast covered it, I think, last year sometime. And uh, it sounded ridiculous and like maybe a good monster we could have for a face-off. And uh, (laughs) we'll see if that statement holds up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This is kind of like a cult classic, too. Like, Whenever you think of like horror movie villains, you don't really think of Rawhead Rex, but I mean... it's definitely a movie that's in in people's radar. Definitely, yeah, yeah. But, All right, uh, yeah. What uh, what have you been up to since we last talked? I haven't been up to too much. Um, I've been playing a lot of PlayStation. Um, I've watched a few things. Uh, the first thing I watched, no horror movie. No horror movies at all, but uh, I watched the uh, new documentary "Totally Under Control" on uh, on Netflix. That's the one um, about like pretty much how the Trump administration fucked up the COVID stuff. It's on oh, okay. Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, it's a lot of stuff that we already pretty much knew about, but uh, it's pretty informative. I would definitely recommend checking it out. Hmm. And I watched uh, a pretty kick-ass movie, which I highly, highly recommend uh, to you as well. It's called Sound of Metal. Okay. And, pardon? I don't think I've heard of that one. No, it came out last last year, this year. Um, it has Riz Ahmed in it. It's pretty much about a metal uh, drummer who loses his hearing. Oh, and, shit, okay. And... Uh, it's a it's an Amazon Prime movie, but for some reason it wasn't on Amazon Prime, so I just rented it. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, definitely recommend checking it out. It's uh, it's really good, and it kind of puts like it makes me think, like what if I were to wake up or like just randomly wake up and I had like no sense of hearing or you know blindness or like one of those senses, like yeah. how much your life would change. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds interesting. Yeah, it's good for sure. And the last movie we watched um, is a, a director that I'm going to be binging for the next few weeks because uh, we're going to be on an episode with uh, Chuck. 
um, for this director. And the first one I watched was Taxi Driver. Such a good movie. It is. It's my, that was my first time watching it all the way through. Okay. Um, it's good. It's, it's kind of boring at parts, but I mean, you kind of get that with Scorsese movies, I find. Um, but like the ending of it is just like super violent and did not expect the ending of it. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, classic De Niro movie. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be watching a few, uh, Scorsese movies, uh, over the next few weeks. Just leading up to our great episode with Chuck. Exactly. Exactly. Because uh, Scorsese has a lot of movies I haven't seen. Like yeah. uh, the next one I'll probably watch is uh, Raging Ball. That's another really good one. And um, Kino Comedy, which I haven't seen. But uh, a lot of people say that the Joker movie that recently came out is a, like uh, has a lot of like references and like makes it makes it feel like the Kino Comedy and um taxi driver which after watching taxi driver last night i can definitely see the comparison with uh with um walking phoenix's joker yeah so uh, but uh yeah that's all i've been watching all right sweet what about you um so our last episode um which was gremlins we uh my my list was very short yeah, but it's because I forgot to write down a bunch of the shit that I had watched. So this list is going to be very long. <laughs> okay. Um. So one that I forgot about was I started watching Queen's Gambit. Okay. Yeah. Which is a fucking phenomenal show on Netflix. Like it everybody, is. everybody was talking about it, and I was just like, "Well, I mean, it's a movie about a girl playing chess. Like, how interesting can it be?" Mm-hmm. But it's like fucking blowing my mind how good it is. Yeah. Uh, I also watched the creep show Christmas special. Nice. Man, it's so good. It was right. Like I had so much fun watching that. Yeah. Yeah. It was way better than the the show. Yeah. Like, whenever they released the show, like, I don't know. I, yeah. I want to see more like that. I think it was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was. I think it was directed by Greg Nicotero. Yeah, he had something to do with it for sure. Yeah. Um, I watched The Pale Door. Nice. Which is on Shutter now. Yeah, it's uh, it's on my list to watch. <clears throat> it's pretty good. It's a little slow, but I mean, it's a uh, okay. Western horror, like Western, as in like cowboys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Horror movie. So I mean, you kind of get that it would be a little bit slow, but once mm-hmm. it picks up, it's pretty good. That's good. Uh, Sarah and I watched Palm Springs, which is um, fucking uh, what's his name? Andy oh. Samberg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Drew, Drew um, I think Bettina started watching it because I she was chilling in the bedroom when it came and she was, she had it on. Um, but I definitely want to watch it because a lot of people have like saying it's like one of the best movies of the year. I don't know if I'd go that far. No. But okay. it is good. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely wouldn't say it's one of the best of the year. Okay. In my opinion, anyways, like yeah. maybe other people would disagree, but I finally got a want got around to watching the Midsummer 4K director's cut. Nice. And now, oh dude, it's so good. Yeah, I know. It's fucking gorgeous. Like I thought it was a beautiful movie before, and then like you watch yeah. it in 4K, and it's just like, oh my god, 
Yeah, yeah. And uh, like I mentioned before, when I watched it, like the the stuff it adds or like like the director's cut of it, like it doesn't like it doesn't feel like an extra thirty minutes or whatever it is. No, no, because the movie's almost three hours long. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. No, or even longer than that. Yeah, I think it's around three hours. Yeah, but yeah, it doesn't feel like a three-hour movie. No. Uh, my list here. I watched Freaky, which is Vince Vaughn's new horror movie. Oh no way! Oh, dude, you gotta watch that. You gotta watch that movie. Yeah, I definitely want to check it out. It's basically like Freaky Friday if they turn it into a slasher movie. That sounds amazing. Oh, it's so good. And like Vince Vaughn, I'm not a huge Vince Vaughn fan. Yeah. I like like I like his movies, but I don't necessarily like him a lot. Um, yeah. I mean, he has some good good roles, but this is probably my favorite role of his. Nice. Nice. He uh, he reminds me of Jack Black in Jumanji. <laughs> like just a big dude playing a small high school girl. It's just fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, you already know this, but I finally watched VFW. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's probably one of my favorite movies from last year. Yeah. It was so just, good. Just phenomenal movie. And I was telling you, I'm a fucking dumbass. I completely forgot that it was on Shutter. So <laughs> I watched a shitty ass stream of it and it was so grainy. And I was just like, I'm going to just power through it because I really want to watch this movie. Yeah. And then I went on Shutter later that night, and I was like, "Oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me!" <laughs> oh, so yeah. I'm gonna go back and watch it again in high def because yeah. I feel like the stream just didn't do it justice. But yeah, it's still amazing. Yeah. All right, I got three more. Bear with me. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, I watched Underwater finally. Finally, yes. And I I talked to you about it. I yeah. fucking loved that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I thought um, it was good too. Yeah. Like I kind of stayed away from it because it was getting shit on like everywhere that I could see. And then uh, Kevin from it's a horror podcast. He put up his top 50 movies that came out in 2020 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And underwater, I think it was like four or five. And I was like, Oh shit. Like he's yeah. ranking it pretty fucking high. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well I'm going to give it a shot then. Cause I trust his judgment. Yeah. And yeah, man, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling you the ending was so cool. It was. Yeah. I really like that. Me too. Uh, Sarah and I started watching Yellowstone. I've seen that on Amazon prime. Well, watch it. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically like sons of anarchy, but like on a horse ranch. (laughs) Okay. Like just crazy ass shit going down all the time. Hmm. It's almost like a modern day Cowboys and Indians sort of thing, too. Okay. But yeah, it's That's really cool. good. And the last one, I haven't finished it yet. I've seen it before, but like years and years ago. But yeah. uh, I'm about three quarters of the way through Event Horizon. I don't think I've seen that. It's good. I forgot how good it was. Yeah. Yeah. I Well, it's got Sam Neill and Lawrence Fishburne in it. Like mm-hmm. just, just yeah. a really good cast all around. Nice. But, yeah and that's all (laughs) (laughs) well you definitely uh, got some uh, movies in over the the little break yeah that's like three weeks worth of shit on top of like playstation and i started reading again so yeah nice yeah Yeah. man 
All right. We'll do the content creators corner. Who we got this week? This week we have the lads from across the pond. We have Will and Eddie from the Poorer Hodcast. Very nice. And here they are. Hey everyone, my name's Will. And I'm Eddie. And together we are the Poorer Hodcast. Two Northern brothers hosting London's unofficial top podcast for rambling idiots. Oh, and uh, we also talk about horror films. We explore the world of horror through the eyes of a self-professed nerd of gore, that's me, and a man who is quite literally afraid of his own shadow, that's me. So watch along and tune in every Thursday to listen as we dissect and review some of the most terrifying and terrible horror movies ever made. Or to simply listen to a grown man scream. You can find us on Spotify, YouTube, Apple and Google Podcasts. Or check us out on social media, at Horror Podcast. Whether you love or hate horror films, we've got something for you. Nice one. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. Thank you, guys. Yes, thank you very much. Um, these guys are new. They only came out like maybe a month and a half, two months ago. Uh, they have, I don't know, six or seven episodes out now. Yeah. Um, they're fucking awesome. I love they them. are. Oh, man, they're so fucking funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I've always... Um, I don't know if I brought it up to you or not, but right from the first episode, I was like, I'm going to be hooked on these guys just from that fucking yeah, yeah, it's good. Like it reminds me of a like a hot fight song. Yeah, <laughs> just I love it. Um, but yeah, check it, check them out. Horror podcast. I said that right. It's horror podcast. <laughs> uh, great dudes, and uh, yeah, they have some great episodes out. So check them out, guys. Yeah. All right, we ready for ours? Yes, sir. Let's get into it. All right, man, after rhyming off 75 fucking movies that I've been watching, I'm really thirsty. So <laughs> Me too. Let's Me crack them. Let's do it. <clears throat> you had that slow hissing crack. I did. <laughs> All right, what are you drinking? I'm just going with the OG bush tonight. All right. All right. I guess uh, you're boring. yeah um all right well i'm drinking something new i haven't had before it is a flying monkeys brewery the chocolate manifesto triple chocolate milk stout jesus christ and it was uh 10 alcohol um yeah three flavors of chocolate what flavors 
Oh my god, that is amazing. Is it? Holy shit. I'm gonna have to check it out. Uh, the first chocolate is Forest Garden Shade Grown Cacao Nibs. <laughs> <laughs> Roasted Whole Cacao Powder. And Chocolate Malt. Huh. Yeah. Sounds like a snack. It is quite delicious. Like, holy shit. Well, if we ever get to fucking see each other again, bring me one. I, I sure will. Are you pissing it out already? <laughs> I told you I'd put it in a glass. Oh. I'm fancy like that. Hmm. Do you drink with your pinky up in the air too? I do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a true Brit. Bougie-ass motherfucker. Yeah. All right, man. Let's talk about this movie. Well, let's do it. So, like we said in the intro, we are talking about 1986's cult classic horror film, Straight from Ireland, Rawhead Rex. Yes, sir. The synopsis, an ancient creature called Rawhead is awakened from its slumber near an Irish village and goes on a rampage, killing anyone in sight. So where did the Rex come from? That was a question I had as well. Because like... Throughout the movie, like I'm waiting for them to say his name, and then like they say Rawhead, but they don't ever mention the Rex part. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's his last name. Maybe it's just like so they can get a title because you can't really. I feel like if you called the movie Rawhead, it would <laughs> sounds a little like a porno. A little bit, which <laughs> I'm going to talk about a little later as well. Oh, okay. I think I know what you're going to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. This movie was directed by George Pavlou. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's literally done like nothing. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he directed a movie called Underworld, and it's like not the good one. Nope. Uh, a TV short called Gray Clay Dolls, and mm-hmm. another movie called Little Devil, Little Devil the Birth. Yeah. And I mean, Spoiler alert, after watching this movie, it's no surprise that he didn't get many more directing jobs. No, he does have some upcoming projects, but uh, but still, it's like, yeah. <laughs> he hasn't directed anything from 19, since 1986, but he's got some upcoming projects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just took a 30-year hiatus. I'll be back. Don't worry, guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh I was just gonna. I was gonna mention the writer for it. I don't know if you had that lined up. I did, but go for it. Yeah. So one of the writers was uh, Clive Barker, which I was gonna save for a little bit later when we could talk about the movie. But I'll Mm -hmm. like talk about it now. Like honestly, like Clive Barker, I don't know if like his movies aren't that great that he's Mm -hmm. done. Like no. Like looking at his list of movies he's like wrote or directed, it's like, like is this guy just like overrated? Because like I don't know, like people will see him like talk about and like him, but like the movies he's done, like apart from like Candyman, which we both liked, mm-hmm. um, like I kind of want to read his actual like material, like not his movies, but read his books and stuff to see like maybe because like Rawhead Rex was. Um, a short story of his. So yeah. like, I don't know if they just didn't turn 
into like something good when they made it into a movies. Well, I've read some of his books um, and I really enjoy them. Okay. I haven't read like the mainstream shit like that have, has been made into movies like this one or uh, the short story that Hellraiser is based off of. Yeah. Like I haven't read those, but what I have read, I have enjoyed. Um, I don't know if you had this in your notes for later on or not about his perception of the movie. No, I didn't. Okay, so he actually hates this movie. <laughs> so it's basically like a Stephen King co- kind of deal with Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. Um, and this is why, like, this movie is why he uh, wanted to be more involved in Hellraiser. Oh, okay. Because he felt like that the acting and the directing of this movie just completely botched everything <clears throat> that he had planned for it. Yeah, yeah. Without going too far into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the cast list is like literally people I have no idea who they are. Yeah, they do. Um, starts off with David Dukes and he played Howard. Mm-hmm. Um, now, David Dukes sounds familiar. He he does. And he looked familiar as well. Yeah. But like going through his list, I don't. I don't think I've watched any of his movies or shows. I think the only one I may have seen that looked familiar was one I'm sure I watched it as a kid was Sloppy and the Stinkers. Mm. Okay, I missed that one on that list. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like I've seen that one before. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Okay, yeah, I've definitely watched that one. So maybe that's where I recognize him from then. Yeah, and he passed away. I think he was only 55 when he passed away. Yeah, I think it was back in 2000. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up is Kelly Piper, and she played Elaine, who is Howard's wife. Yep. Um, again, little-known actress. She was only in three movies, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them being the original Maniac. Yeah, like when I was watching the movie, I didn't recognize her, but then when I was looking at her IMDb after, and then I saw her like picture as her as the nurse and maniac. I was like, Oh shit, that is her. Like, yeah, she looks exactly almost the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's in a, sh- I think it was a show called vice squad and then something else called reckless. And yeah, that's it. Uh, Ronan Wilmot played Declan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's an Irish actor. Uh, <sighs> He was in In the Name of the Father, The Butcher Boy, and Bloom. All three titles I've never heard of. Me either. <laughs> uh, next is Niall Toybin, and he played Reverend Coot. And once again, uh, his list, I have no idea any of the shows or movies. Yep, ditto. <laughs> um, I do have an honorable mention. Nice. I got uh, two. I don't know if they're honorable. I just wanted to bring mention. them up. But yep. uh, go ahead. Uh, the one that I have is Heinrich von Schellendorf. Okay. I'm glad that you took that one because I <laughs> did not want to try and pronounce his name. Uh, he played Rawhead. Mm-hmm. Um, this is his only acting role. Yeah, I couldn't find shit on this guy. No, I, he's done this and then he did like an interview, like documentary thing. Yeah, like I even like I think I think he was like seven foot two or something like that. But uh, I go ahead six six foot eleven. 
Oh, okay. That's pretty much the same. But. Still very tall. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is a tall man. Uh, he was only 18 when he played the role in this movie. Okay. Hmm. Which I thought was pretty cool. And uh, did you find a picture of him at all? Uh, yeah, he looked really weird. He looks like Rawhead without like the giant ass <laughs> mouth and the teeth and shit. He does a little bit. I was like, oh shit! They like basically took this guy's face and then blew it up with dynamite, and that's what Rawhead Rex is. <laughs> oh man! What was your other one? Um, my other one was uh, the 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 little girl that played the character Minty, which yeah. what kind of fucking name is that? <laughs> like, I don't know if that's like an Irish thing. Maybe your voice from poor podcast can help us out, but well, she, she wasn't Irish though. They were American. Were they not? Yeah, they were, Mm -hmm. but I guess, yeah, that's true. Actually. Why the fuck? I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) but, uh, she was played by a girl. Her name is Cora Venus Lunny, which is a weird ass name as well. And, uh, She's actually Irish as well, as well, and this was like her like only acting role. So I assume that they just, you know, found this girl on the street and was like, <laughs> "Hey, you want to play this American?" <laughs> <laughs> we swear it's the best movie you'll ever watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's a cute kid, though. Oh she yeah, was, she's she funny. Was hella cute in this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's all I had. Pretty boring cast list. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's dive into this shit. Let's do it. So, like right off the bat, this uh, the set piece kind of reminded me of uh, an American Werewolf in London. Yeah, it does have that feel to it. And uh, so I like looked up to see like if if maybe it was set like shot in the same place, but it wasn't, but uh, it still had that like uh, English backdrop kind of countryside. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you've toured the UK a little bit. Like, yeah. You know, I didn't get, have a chance to get out to like the countryside. Okay. Um, that's one thing I really wanted to do, but I just never, never had the chance to. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was going to ask if it like, if it looks like this, if like they have those stone walls and like, random rock formations yeah from the pictures i've seen i'm pretty sure it it is exactly like that yeah um but uh no this place was filmed in county wicklow um in ireland Mm -hmm. and uh yeah so like the opening scene um it was so confusing like the opening scene like there's this just giant pillar in the middle of the countryside and these three guys are trying to take it out of the ground for some reason. They don't really give any reasoning to it, which I feel like is a fault that this movie has. Like it, there's just no explanation to like anything. It just shit happens. Yeah. Like the three guys are farmers. So I think like this might be a farmer's field or he's trying to turn it into a like farm field. Yeah. Maybe And this giant ass stone is kind of in his way. Yeah. I don't know, but like they're trying to take it out with the tractor. They can't get it out. So two guys leave. Then the one guy, 
he like pulls a pole out of it or something like that. Then all of a sudden it just falls over. He gets struck by this shitty ass lightning and just dies. Yeah. And they're just like, okay, that's it. Like no, I don't know explanation or anything <laughs> and like the backdrop and like lightning in the sky like looked so bad yeah this was like like we have low budget movies now in this day and age this had to have been like low budget for the 80s like really low budget yeah like nothing nothing looked good in this movie except for like the scenery yeah exactly but uh yeah i thought like there would have been some character development like with this farmer guy who has this pillar just in the middle of his farm side but yeah nothing really comes of that <laughs> and like we see rawhead right away too yeah pretty much like, there's and... there's no suspense building up to like what he looks like or anything like that it's just like boom there he is yeah and uh our main character howard he's this photographer guy i think who goes around to like i guess churches or different places around the world and i think he's writing a book i think yeah he's just like lugging his family around and his wife is like (laughs) just super sick of it and like they they're like honestly the worst parents ever (laughs) they uh i yeah like i found this whole i don't want to say i found the relationship weird but like the whole situation that this guy puts his family in is very weird. Like he just packs them up. They're from the United States, packs them up, ships them over to Ireland so he can research shit for his book and take pictures of churches and cemeteries and stuff. And we find out that they've been there for two months now. Mm-hmm. Just like, holy fuck. Like you packed up your kids and everything like that. Like <laughs> yeah. just for this, like even the kid is like, Okay, dad, like, can we go? Like, I'm bored around here. There's nothing to do. Yeah. And like, excuse me, the first interaction that we see with his wife, too, which is Elaine. um, I thought like, I was like, oh, man, she's going to be like one of those fucking Karens throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch bitch about everything. But then like she she took a turn like really quick. She did. Yeah. Like she was super bitchy for like the first five minutes on screen. And then she just like like a fucking switch flipped and she was like this nice loving caring wife and like they're making out with each other in the streets and stuff like that it's like where did this come from now yeah okay let's just talk about this now but what the hell is up with the kissing in this movie yeah like (laughs) it's it's like this was a soft core um porn just called rawhead (laughs) <laughs> and they just added in the wrecks after because they're like in the middle of the street just like making out super hardcore like yeah. like not like a movie kiss they're like going for it yeah and they're right in front of an alley so i was just like if you're gonna like have sex go yeah. in the alley at least and i love the old lady that like walks up behind them and just like staring at them like disgusted for like five minutes while they're just macking on each other and that's another thing that I, like, I, I'm glad you brought her up because Elaine looks at her and she's like, oh, I've seen her before. Like, she looks really familiar or something like that. And I'm just like, um, I was like, OK, like she's going to be a part of the movie later on, maybe. Yeah. And there's literally nothing more about her after that. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> some of the dialogue in this movie is 
was so bad. Like mm-hmm. later on, whenever they're near the end, whenever they're in bed and he's about to go back to the church and just like randomly, he's like, Oh yeah, you're, you're, you're talking in your sleep again. You were going on about big Jake. <laughs> and then she's like, Ooh, big Jake. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Big Jake is who I wish you were. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I'm jumping way, way ahead, but uh, the stained glass in the church. Yes. It, it shows Rawhead um, like getting shoved underground kind of thing or like under a rock or something. Yeah. And then there's a woman, a woman figure standing above it, holding this like big stone and almost like it's hammering it in. Yeah. And she's wearing a red cloak, just like the woman that was in the street. Mm. So as soon as I saw that stained glass, I was like, okay, shit, like that woman is going to come back and she's going to be the one that like saves them from Rawhead. But again, no, we get nothing. (laughs) Yeah. It's like this, uh, like Howard is like, I don't know if he's supposed to be dumb, but like the stained glass literally tells you how, uh, Rawhead got killed or got sent back to where he's meant to be. Yeah. Like it literally shows it. And then at the end, whenever like they sent him back, um, spoiler alert, <laughs> he's like, has this book and he's like going behind back and forth between like two stained, stained glass windows. And he's like, Oh, don't you get it? This is what this and this, this it's like, dude, it was, it's like clear as day. <laughs> yeah. But the reverend at one point said that uh, something happened with the windows and they all broke. Oh, right, right, right. So they put them back together and he said some of the pieces might be mismatching. Okay, okay. So I think that, like, I had had your thoughts on it too. I was like, well, it's clear as day right there. Mm -hmm. But then he said that and I was like, oh, shit, okay, so that's not the whole story. Because, like, if you go into a church, it's been a very long time since I've been in one, but they always have those like stained glass windows with like that tells a story or it's like paintings on the wall that like each one continues on into the next one. So I feel like it was like that, but with Rawhead. Yeah. And like the first time we see this piece of stained glass in the church, I was like, what the fuck kind of church is this? (laughs) Like they're, they have a picture of Rawhead in their stained glass. Yeah. It's like not a typical stained glass. No. And like Rawhead is like some sort of pagan god, we find out. Yeah. It's just like, is this who the, well, obviously they didn't worship him because they sent him into the ground, but like, is this their devil or like, what is he? Yeah. Like, I really wish that, I think this movie could have been better if they treated it as like a pagan cult. Yeah. Like the church was the ones behind Rawhead. Mm-hmm. which like they kind of are, but they're not because uh, who was the uh, De- Declan was like kind of like hypnotized throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that stained glass was really cool. I thought like at the beginning, whenever the, the light is shining through Rawhead's eyes and like the light is like beaming through his eyes. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Cause they're red. Like, yeah. So- turn all the light red um that whole like shit with declan too like i didn't quite understand that either like is rawhead hypnotizing him or like 
controlling him or yeah i didn't get that either like because there's the little box thing that's like in front of the you know like you haven't been in church in ages but like uh the altar or whatever there's a little box and declan puts his hand on it and his hand like turns red and gets like burnt and shit yeah so like was the maybe the uh the stained glass like beam going through that because like at the end that's where they find the uh the weapon for uh to send them back right yeah and there's one scene at the start too uh before like everyone kind of starts going a little crazy mm-hmm. over rawhead um it's just like a regular church service mm-hmm. oh excuse me and declan is uh he's running the service and um there's like one of the the women in the background that like takes out the communion bread and like the wine and all that shit. Yeah. And she's like putting something back and then just all of a sudden she just like screams out in pain. Yeah. And uh, then she's talking later on and she said something like she feels like she was burnt or like she doesn't know what came over her. So, Mm. but like she was nowhere near that box. No. But everybody else that's coming that's come into contact with that box has had that same reaction that she had. Yeah. So, Cause the, the reverend touches it later on and then he takes his hand away. Yeah. That was another terrible, <laughs> terrible acting scene. too. Oh man. There's so many. It's, uh, yeah. Like it's in my review, but the acting in this movie is not great, mm-hmm. especially from a few, few different uh, people. Yeah. But uh, yeah. And uh <laughs> The names they have in this movie is so ridiculous. Like the Reverend, his name is Reverend Coot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But uh, well, yeah, the first uh, kill we get um, is just this random couple, and uh, Rawhead is like hiding in their shed, and Rawhead, <laughs> like he looks good, but also fucking ridiculous at the same time yeah it's (laughs) i don't i don't know like i'd be freaked out if i saw him in real life but like at the same time he just looks like a yeah i don't know (laughs) yeah like what they do when they do the shot of his like face close up and his eyes are like spinning like i couldn't stop laughing because it looks so goofy yeah it's like he's he's almost like a cartoon character yeah a little bit if if there was like a cartoon horror character, like that's kind of what, he yeah. Would look like, and did you notice like throughout that when they were showed Rex, they didn't do a full body shot. That's true. They only Very- show yeah. They only showed like his bottom half or like his head. Because I don't know if you caught if you caught the uh, the huge fuck up in the movie. What the penis? What. <laughs> okay that's not it uh, oh, i believe you for a sec <laughs> okay. um the one scene whenever rex is it's either when he's killing all the people at the the trailer park or it was at the end whenever he's running towards um the reverend but he's like running at someone full sprint and it's like the one shot where they show him like his whole body and his, the mask is coming off of the person. 
I read that, but I didn't see it whenever I was watching it. Oh man, it was so noticeable. He's like started running. You see, his head is like it's looking like it's tilted to the side and like looking up, and you can see like the part where the uh, the head like goes over top and like blends into the the body part. It was so fuck? bad. Oh my god, man! Like, how do you just not reshoot that scene? I know. Like the budget for this was not that much. I think it was like 1.25 million or something like that. Even back then, that's pretty low. Yeah. Yeah. But But, like you do see like his full profile at times. Like there's that one that you just mentioned. mm -hmm. Um, And then whenever uh, uh, Howard sees him in the forest or whatever, he's like standing on top of a hill. Yeah. But I feel like that part was more like cgi ish okay because like the backdrop was like kind of not cg excuse me not like cgi but it's definitely something like that okay but yeah so yeah they he uh, rex kills uh kills this guy fucks him up and then this wife has to be the worst actress i've ever seen <laughs> she was terrible like this whole escape scene was so bad yeah. She like locks the door, locks through another door. You hear like wreck rawhead breaking a window. And like she's not running away. She's just like crying and falling over into the wall. Like he's like right there, but he's not. Yeah. <laughs> so it just looks so bad. I was watching it and I was like, okay, like because she's pregnant. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, I which get- I didn't I didn't I didn't see until like he cut her belly or shirt yeah. open. Yeah. But I mean, regardless, like she, she's pregnant. I get it. So she's probably not running very well, but just, yeah, the way that she's moving around, is just like, Oh my God. Like you got this monster that's chasing mm-hmm. after you. Yeah. And like, is that back door that he comes through? Is that the only door into their house too? Like, I know. And he's staying in the kitchen, just destroying shit for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> That was another thing too. And like, I kind of bring that up later on during my uh, stats for the face off, but like he has that like very animalistic attitude. Yeah. Which, uh, and another point that I'll bring up later on too, like he's supposed to be a God. Like what were the people like that were following him? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, cause he's just fucking tearing through that kitchen, like a bear in a campsite. Mm -hmm yeah not looking for anything no and uh yeah so she gets upstairs and he comes in and she's not hiding or anything she's hiding behind the door and it's like okay (laughs) (laughs) and then he cuts her shirt open you see that she's pregnant and uh he doesn't kill her you just find out that like the cops come um, he took the, the husband's body away and then you kind of hear in the background, some cops like saying like, Oh yeah, the wife, she's out of the coma now, which I don't know. How do you get in a coma <laughs> <laughs> and get out of it that quickly? Yeah. But she's in a crazy house now. <laughs> yeah. So like, I don't know why Rex didn't kill her. Like, cause she's pregnant maybe. Yeah. They, br- they, you kind of put two and two together later on, but like in that moment, I was like, okay, so he's got like some sort of an affinity towards children. 
so he's not going to kill kids. Yeah. But then later on, that theory got fucking blown out the window. <laughs> Which was nuts. Uh, yeah, not expecting that at all. No, me either. Um, but you would think that because what the ending of the movie has, like it has to be a woman, a woman that kills Rawhead. Yeah. You would think that he would be going after the women instead of the men. That's true. Yeah. Because he's killing all the men in this movie. Like whenever the, uh, that he, yeah, go sorry. ahead. I was going to say he, he killed women too, but just not, I think it's just pregnant women. Did he kill the, uh, the like, I don't know, the boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever, like the guy who was like literally fucking raping that girl in the woods. Yeah, that scene was fucked too. That was, man. Like, God. Um, no, he didn't kill that girl, but whenever he's in the trailer park and he flips the trailer over and he pulls yeah. that one girl out and you get the typical. Oh, titty the, the titty shot. Yeah, that's yeah, true. The yeah. Titty shot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that whole scene with that fucking guy and the girl was super hard to watch. Yeah, and it's not like it's not like an actual rape scene, but it's like she clearly doesn't want what he's given her. And yeah. like they're not having sex or anything, but he's really trying to. And she hears shit going on in the woods and she's just like, no, like I don't want to do this. And then he just keeps going and going and going. And it's just like, holy fuck, dude. Like, take <laughs> <Yeah. it in." laughs> I know. Like, fuck. But, uh, yeah, like the kissing in this movie were brought up, like these two, like kissing each other. It's like, are these guys like porn actors and actresses? Like <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Like they're just, they're just going at it, man. Like full tone, you know, no holding back. Yeah. In the middle of the street. Yeah. Yeah. You're just waiting for that porn track to kick in. Exactly. Fucking waiting for uh rawhead to go at it raw. <laughs> uh, and it's funny, like, cause Clive Barker's original design for rawhead like he was supposed to be like phallic. Like he was supposed to look like a giant penis, basically. <laughs> so oh. it's kind of funny how much of like the soft core porn aspect there is in this movie. Yeah. And like the, uh, I, I don't know if it was just me, but I felt like there wasn't any Irish people in this movie. Like their accents weren't that noticeable. I don't know. Mm. It, was, it was just me. I feel like Declan's was. Yeah, like there was a couple. Like I looked on NDB to see like if they were actually Irish, and like Declan was definitely Irish. Um, I think that couple at the start, like yeah, he breaks into the house. But like some of the cops, like the the, the detective mm. was like such a typical American detective. Like it was laughable. Like. <laughs> He has like the cigar and like the hat and it's like, oh my God, man. Yeah. His little uh, sidekick there, he looked kind of familiar too, but I didn't check who he was. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Kind of looked like Alfalfa from the Little Rascals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> 
Um, why don't you think Rawhead killed Howard at that one scene? Uh, I don't know. I kind of was thinking that too. Yeah. It's not like he didn't have the perfect opportunity to. Yeah, exactly. He was there by himself. Yeah, and he's just like walking down this dark path in a freaking forest. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Howard goes to the cop station. No one believes believes him about uh, seeing Rawhead. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And then Rawhead goes back to the uh, the trailer park and just fucks shit up. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, why he kept going there. Like, I don't know if he had, like, a little den in that area. Yeah, I don't know either. Because, like, he went there after he went to that house. And he killed the rapey boyfriend. Yeah. And left the kid. Mm-hmm. See, I thought he was going to kill the kid, too. But apparently he didn't see him in the forest. Yeah, I guess not. And then, yeah, he comes back to that same trailer park later on. And kills the people that are trying to hunt him down. Yeah, and I don't know why he dragged the uh, the husband's body from the beginning all the way to the fucking trailer park. <laughs> That's what kind of makes me think that he might have like a little hideout there or something like that. Maybe, but like... Like bringing his food back to his den. Yeah, maybe that's it, yeah. Maybe there's a sequel to this one and he has a whole family of little rawheads. I don't know, because the ending leaves it open like that. It does. I'm surprised there, there isn't a sequel to it. Yeah. But... Uh... Um, so we get the one, one of the fucked up scenes in it. Whenever Minty goes, you know, she goes to do do her business. Super cute. (laughs) They see like a dead rabbit. I I thought for sure that Minty was going to die. Like she, like she was going to take it away. Maybe not killed, but definitely taken away. And then the dad and the mom leave. And then you see Rawhead with uh, the little boy. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, he fucks him up, man. Yeah. So that's the scene that I wasn't expecting at all. Me either. Um, yeah. And going back to you saying that, like, these are terrible parents, like they're in a foreign country to them. Yeah. They're they know about this rawhead character that's fucking running around terrorizing and killing people. Yeah. Um, and the little girl has to pee. So they pull over and they make her go probably like 50, 60 feet away and go behind yeah. a bush and yeah. they just like hang back and they're like, ah, she'll be fine. Like, yeah, this, this girl's like four years old. <laughs> Literally. She was like, yeah, born in like 1982. I'm pretty sure I, I read. Oh, but uh, oh, oh, like in real life. Yeah. Real life, too. Oh, shit. OK, so there you go. But yeah, I was just like thinking like they're on their way driving. And Minty is like, oh, like, I have to pee. And the mom's like, oh, well, we just left. Why didn't you go there? And then Minty's like, oh, I forgot. And the mom's just like, oh, well, too bad. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so the the boy's death, I can't remember what his name is. But, uh, yeah, that one really surprised me. Because I was still under the impression that Rawhead didn't attack kids. Yeah. Um, and then he like fucking busts into the car and pulls him out. And you don't see him like actually kill him, but you see like him going fire. down. To, what is that? I don't know. It sounded like you headbutted your mic again. Oh. <laughs> um, 
Um, you just see like his shoe fall off or his foot fall off or something like. I think falls. it's his shoe. You see some blood. You see like Rex or Rawhead, uh, like bite down like towards mm-hmm. him, yeah. and like the dad when they're over there, they the dad looks over like twenty five times. And somehow does not see Rawhead like trying to get the sun out of the car. Yeah, and like with that much of a fight, you'd be you'd think that the car would be like bouncing around and stuff like yeah. that. Like, yeah, oh, this dude's like six foot eleven in normal height, mm-hmm. and then you add on all the fucking costume and shit. Like he's well over seven feet tall. You'd yeah. definitely be able to see this big hunkering mm-hmm. beast in the backseat of your little fucking Fiat sized car. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the. Uh... Yeah, let's just get to the end of this fucking thing. <laughs> so right. Declan, Declan is crazy. Like his character is so goddamn weird. And like he's just spouting off nonsense. And um, Reverend Coot shows up and. Uh, he ends up like touching the, uh, the, the little basket thing and he starts to like turn red, but then he takes his hand away, which I don't know why Declan didn't earlier. Maybe Declan knew about Rex the whole time and wanted to be his kind of like slave. Yeah. I feel like Declan was kind of looking for that. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think about the whole baptizing scene? Uh, the whole ending was just like laughable, like. But so. uh, whenever you see Rawhead pissing on Declan, oh yeah, dude, I was gonna ask that, <laughs> dude. I legit was like, when I saw that, I saw like a water, like some fluid, yeah, and I was like, is he pissing on Declan? <laughs> I was I like. I can rewind it just to fucking double check. Okay, he was, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, like, you're seeing it through, like, the eyes of Reverend Coot. He's outside, and then he looks over, and Declan's on his knees in front of Rawhead. <laughs> and then just out of nowhere, Rawhead just starts pissing all over him. I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, man! Like, but but yeah, like the the Reverend like starts trying to like run away from um, Rawhead. He locks the door. He's like his hands like all burnt and shit. He like starts to get away. Rawhead breaks in, starts fucking tearing down the place, and then uh, Declan like comes in and like stops the Reverend. Is like going on spouting how he's like rawhead's uh helper or something like that um and then how does the the reverend get killed gets like his face burnt or something like that or on fire i think um declan brings him back up to be sacrificed right and shit i didn't write that down i don't remember uh the police arrive at the church and they hesitate because he's carrying coot and the brainwashed inspector dumps gasoline around police cars and ignites it just as they begin to shoot at rawhead so i'm maybe it was during that um, I can't remember. yeah 
Yeah. Howard leaves his wife and daughter and goes, Oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, Rawhead tears out the reverend's throat. Yeah. And then at this point, Howard and the wife are there. And like, where the fuck is Minty, their goddamn daughter? Yeah. Again. I guess I guess she's at the cop station, but still, like one of the parents should stay there with her. Oh, 100%. Like her brother just got decapitated. Yeah. <laughs> and she's in a foreign fucking country. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think yeah, the wife stayed with her at first, but then she shows up. Does she not? Yeah, she does show up cuz Howard tries killing Rahead, but he can't. Yeah. And then he figures it like the little puzzle thing that's like in the box, which like I, I still didn't understand that fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And they have like, like a vagina statue. It looked like it's a pregnant woman. <laughs> yeah. With a giant vagina on it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And then like in order for them to kill Riot, it has to be a woman that has to kill them. Which they don't really like explain much at all. Yeah, we don't we don't know why it has to be a woman. Like, what is it about Rawhead that makes him so weak to women? Yeah, exactly. It's like, what the fuck, man? Unless it's like this is all just a metaphor, and Rawhead is like the typical like man. Yeah. What man. are you doing over there? Sorry, sorry. I'm trying to fix my mic. It keeps falling down. <laughs> um yeah but uh anyway men are afraid of women that's true that's very accurate very accurate <laughs> rightfully so but uh yeah so they end up burying rawhead in the ground again with like stones and shit like that and uh then like they're putting some flowers like over a grave or something like that and then you see rawhead come through the ground again mm-hmm. and uh yeah, that's it. Yep. Anything else you wanted to touch on or talk about? No, man. I just, I'll never watch this movie again. Fair enough. Me as well. <laughs> and uh, that's the way the blood splatters. Uh huh. All right. Let's uh, get these reviews out of the way. Let's do it. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Um, you can go first. All right. I gave my story a two out of ten. Okay. I said I need to read Clive Barker's short story that this is based on because I feel like it's probably way better than this mm-hmm. piece of shit. Uh, and then I mentioned that Clive Barker himself hated the movie, and blah blah blah. I've already talked about it. Um. But like, this is one of those movies that has a decent idea, but it's just like kind of ripped to shreds by poor directing and acting and pretty much everything about this movie. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, two out of 10 for the story quality. I also gave it a two out of 10. Okay. I said some of the gore was decent and that's about the only redeeming quality of it. Yeah. Uh, Cinematography was shit. The score was shit. The acting was shit. And Rawhead looked like a pit bull that got into a fight with a lawnmower. <laughs> um, they need, I think they need to remake this movie. Dude, I was thinking that exact same thing. Yeah, and they need to follow what Clive Barker actually wanted out of it. Yeah. 
like, we need to get like a well-known horror actor like fucking sign Guillermo del Toro on to remake this shit. Yeah. And it could be good. And get fucking the mountain from Game of Thrones to play Rawhead. Someone yeah. fucking jacked. Yes. Because like that's yeah. what Rawhead is. Like, you know, like Jason and uh, Michael, they're like, they're well-built guys, but like Rawhead's supposed to be this fucking power lifter demon guy. You know, it's like... <laughs> Like he's literally supposed to be a god, yeah, and he just looks like a uh, piece of shit. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hated this movie. Yeah, will not watch again. Ditto. I really, really regret renting it on iTunes for five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I should Back. Yeah, I really should just watch the YouTube cut that you watched. I don't know why you didn't. It was good quality. I know me either. I just I don't know. I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, <laughs> so for my story, I gave a one out of ten. Uh, the plot makes no sense. So many unanswerable questions. Like, what is Rawhead's purpose? I mean, we've talked about a lot of shit during our discussion. Um, the characters aren't likable except for maybe Minty cause she's cute. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're just there to like be there. Um, like I, I mentioned before, we talked about a little bit, like I'm really starting to question Clyde Barker as a writer. Like it might not be his writing just, I don't know. Like, yeah, his, his movies need to be better. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, yeah. Story 1 out of 10. And quality, I gave it 2 out of 10. And that's even being nice. Um, The acting's terrible. The special effects are bad. Like, even Rawhead didn't look that great. Like, I don't know. It was disappointing, to be honest. The script was bad. Just a terrible movie overall. I don't even know why I gave it a 2 out of 10. (laughs) Like like some of the even go- the the kills like I'll talk about my scare rating but like yeah the gore was I guess like okay it was there but yeah, yeah. so one out of ten into two out of ten all right well you know our scores let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it once again we do not have a critics consensus not surprising <clears throat> I was a little surprised just based on the fact that it's like such an older movie. Yeah. But yeah. So you have nothing to base your judgment on with. The okay. Critics. Okay. Um, I'm going to say not a lot of people watch this movie, especially back then. So this is a bad movie, but with so few ratings, I'm going to give it like a 38%. Ooh. Damn, you're being too generous. Oosh, what is the, it? The critics gave it a 25%. Damn. Now, with that being said, it's only on eight ratings. So Yeah, yeah. And the audience scored it a 39%. Oh, okay. So okay. Close there. Still being generous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. All right, man. You ready to head on over to the scare section? Let's do it.
Okay, what did you give it for a scare rating? I gave it a 1 out of 10. Not scary at all. It's only, like, not funny. It's just funny to laugh at it, not with it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, even the kills weren't great. Like, I felt most of the kills were, like, they weren't off screen, but it sure as hell felt like they were off screen. You don't really see them. No, like it was like all like all the kills were done at like nighttime for the most part. Like the ones that were during the daytime was pretty much only um, Howard's kid, which you don't even see it happening. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it wasn't even that bloody at all. Like, I don't know, it's, it's, yeah, one out of ten. All right. What was your scariest scene? So I guess my scariest scene, I would be when Rawhead kills Robbie, who was actually the kid. That's his name. Um, I just didn't expect expect that to happen, to be honest. Um, even though it doesn't show it happening, it's like, oh shit! Yeah, Rawhead, kind of, kind yeah, Rawhead uh, gives no fucks at all. <laughs> and would I survive? Um, I put yes. I would gladly become one of Rawhead's minions and get pissed on. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, you like that old demon piss? Give me that golden shower. <laughs> Except I won't call him Rawhead Rex. I call him Rawhead Seth. Whoa! Hope he's listening to this episode. He better be. <laughs> cum- <laughs> have some cum crumbles. <laughs> All, All right. right. What are you? <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I gave my scare rating a two out of ten. Uh, I said, I guess if I ran into Rawhead in the forest, I'd be scared. Like, yeah. He's big, ugly, and strong as fuck. Uh, but yeah, as a movie, as a whole, it's not scary at all. No. Uh, scary scene. I said the same thing as you, uh, when he's pulling that kid to the backseat of the car, like you just, you feel scared for the kid and it's kind of out of nowhere. So, oh yeah, definitely. And would I survive? I said, yes. The first sign of this ugly fuck, I'd be out of that town. Yep. <laughs> like I have no idea why the family stayed there in the first place. Yeah, they're not even from there. Like, just go back to the fucking states. Mm-hmm. Hop on that first flight home. Yep. <laughs> All right. Oh man. So we've already mentioned it, but this is a face-off episode. Yep. We are going to be talking about Rawhead's stats. Yes, we are. At the end of the episode, I will let you know who he's going to be facing off against. Nice. I'm very excited. I I have a person I would pick to face off against them, so I'm very interested to see who you picked. I wonder if we're in sync yet. I hope so. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to reach him and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. Uh, do you want to go first for yours? Uh, sure. So for strength, I put a 30 out of 30. Um, he's pretty indestructible. The only thing that can stop him is a woman. So I don't know. Still pretty strong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dexterity gave a 15 out of 30. 
Um, for his size, he can actually hide pretty well and like get through things. Um, like when he kills the the guy in the shed, like he's hiding in the shed. I don't know. Yeah. What did you give it? Sorry. Uh, fifteen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Constitution. I gave a nineteen or sorry, twenty nine out of thirty. Um, Rawhead is not human. He can run and cause chaos without slowing down. Like flipping that uh, trailer doesn't get tired at all. Yeah. Uh, intelligence, I gave a five out of thirty. Um, these last three, I struggled to come up with a reasoning as to why, but uh, I was thought he knows how to kill people. I don't know. <laughs> uh, wisdom, I gave a three out of thirty. Like the same thing, he just shows no signs of wisdom. He just goes goes around killing people and mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently pissing on people. I don't know. <laughs> Baptized in piss. I guess he's into uh, wet work or whatever the fuck you call it. Waterworks. Water. Oh, how do you know that? Water sports, actually. Oh, water sports. <laughs> I'm into freaky shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for charisma, I gave a two out of thirty. Uh, no personality really whatsoever. He does spare the pregnant lady, so I guess he has kind of personality-ish, but... All right. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Some of ours are the exact same. Nice. <clears throat> My strength, I gave him a 30, just like you did. Nice. Uh, I said, if you've seen the movie, then you know why. Like, this guy is fucking massive, and he's strong as all hell. Uh flipped a mobile home he's throwing people 20 to 30 feet he's ripping guys heads off like yes it just seems like there's no end to his strength Mm -hmm. uh his dexterity i gave a 12 out of 30 pretty close yeah i said he's strong but like he also seems kind of slow like Mm -hmm. when he's when he's fighting people off he's just like using brute strength yeah there's, there's no skill to his madness or anything uh, constitution, I gave a 30. Ooh, okay. I said he never seems to tire. Um, he was just buried for however fucking long it was. Years yeah. and years and years. And he comes out ready to fucking rumble. <laughs> uh, like, he does not stop throughout no. the entire movie. Drop the, uh, Steve Austin, uh, theme song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I gave his intelligence a five. Like, okay, yeah. It. Um, I said he has like an animal like quality to him, but he knows enough to stay away from pregnant women um, <laughs> because that's what the statue was that trapped him in the first place. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, his wisdom, I gave him a 15. Now bear with me here. Okay. I didn't know what to grade here. Yeah. I was in the same boat to be honest. Yeah. So I just put it like great smack dab in the middle. Um, he used to be a God. So I have to believe like there's some sort of wisdom yeah. involved in being a god. I don't know. Yeah. I've I've never been one, but uh but at the same time you don't see any of this wisdom in this movie. Hmm. Like, That's true. Like a big dumb idiot. You're a god in my eyes. Oh thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and charisma I gave a one out of thirty. Yep. This guy has about as much charisma as a pile of dog shit. <laughs> I wonder if he had the rest of the top of his head, if he would be as uh, smart or charismatic. <laughs> Maybe. 
Uh, just give me a sec here. I'm just tallying everything up. Okay. You would think that, like, because he kills mostly men in this movie, and, like, he should know that women are the only thing that can kill him. So you would think that he would try and kill the women first. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Oops. You got to figure your shit out over there. Well, my thing is attached to my wooden desk. And whenever I hit the desk, it, <laughs> it vibrates up the fucking arm. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so with everything averaged out between the two of us, his strength is a 30. His dexterity is a 12.5. His constitution is a 28.5. His intelligence is a 5. His wisdom is a 9. And his charisma is a 1.5. Okay. Not too bad. I thought it would have been way worse, to be honest. But Yeah. But just uh, don't put this guy in any spelling bees or anything like that. <laughs> uh all right. All right. What movie are we watching next week? We are going to be watching Pumpkinhead. Dude, that was who I was thinking of. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you said Rawhead Rex, like at the end of our Grandma's episode, I was like, I'm fucking putting Pumpkinhead up in there. Oh, yeah, man. Like, I've been thinking about this, like, for the past, like, two months. I was like, fuck, Rawhead Rex and Pumpkinhead, that'd be a dope face off. Yeah, it would be. Sick. I'm excited. Same here, man. I haven't watched that in like, fuck, probably five or six years. Oh, me either. Yeah, it's been a while. Nice. So, yeah. That's all she wrote. That's it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we are there at a podcast on Elm Street. Um, if you click the link in our bio, you'll see links to our Patreon account to our T public account uh, we are in talks with a good buddy of ours to hopefully design some fucking sick ass shit for our merch hopefully and I'm very excited for what he has to come up with uh, I had no idea he was this artistically talented and he just kind of randomly dropped some stuff that he does on Facebook the other day and I was like holy shit I'm gonna message him <laughs> yep um, so yeah, hopefully, uh, we can get something worked out there and put some new designs up on our T public account. Yeah. Uh, we, I, we've been talking about it for like a couple months now, but, uh, the discord is finally up and running. Um, there's an, a link in our bio to that as well. Uh, mm -hmm. we haven't done much on there except for like talk to some people here and there, but, uh, we definitely want to start doing some watch parties and see what all it has to offer. Yeah, for sure. And do you have anything else? No, I think that's it. All right. Well, talk to you later, guys. See you later. <laughs>